Hear the word of God from Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. This reading comes from the New Revised Standard Version. You can find this reading on page 860 in the Pew Bible. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners, be crucified, and on the third day rise again? Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home amazed at what had happened. The word of God for the people of God. Happy Holy Humor Sunday, ladies and gents, on this day that is filled with such great merriment. You have heard some jokes, some ho-hum, some grand. And now we will turn to the sermon at hand. <sighs> you might say, here's where the fun ends. Time to take out my phone and play words with friends. Well, before you do, hear this. There is more humor to be found in Luke 24. You may not have known it contains quite a laugh in the form of a foolish, nonsensical gaffe. But the joke is on us, for as it turns out, God has a great funny bone. To that, there's no doubt. So come, let us go to a land far away, long ago on that very first Holy Humor Sunday. The first folks we meet is a group of women. We walk up and introduce ourselves to them. The first one we know, it's Mary Magdalene, the one that the public despised for her sin. But Jesus met her, and her world turned upside down. She changed for the better, turned her life around. There was Joanna. We know less of her, but we do know her husband's wicked employer. Joanna's husband worked for Herod the king, the villainous man known for evil doing. And then, Luke says here, there were other women, women we'd heard of from Luke way back when. In Luke chapter 8, verse 2, we first see these women healed from their harmful demon possession. See, all of these women had stories to tell of how Jesus healed them and helped them be well. Jesus had given them hope and new life, resurrected them all, freed them from their strife. And now we meet them in the wake of some news that's, that makes them elated and somewhat confused. We can't believe it. 
Mary Magdalene says. We can't believe what the angel just said. This Jesus, who just days ago was buried here in this tomb where his body was carried, we've heard he's alive, that he's no longer dead. That is exactly what the angel just said. They wanted others to know. But who'd believe them? They knew that their culture didn't listen to women. So they decided to tell the disciples. Surely they would listen, fellow Jesus people. We followed them quickly. Not a second misspent, and into the heart of the city we went. They came to a house, found the door to be locked. Joanna stepped up to the door, and she knocked. Who is it? one whispered from the other side. It's Joanna and others. Can we come inside? It's the women, they said. Then we heard quite a scuffle, like furniture and dishes and glasses being shuffled. We stood on the outside and heard, Hurry up! The women are here! It's time to clean up! The door then unlocked, and we went right in to the disciples' man cave, where they were hiding. There were boxes of pizza and cans everywhere and wrappers and dishes and socks here and there. In the corner were James and John playing foosball, Bartholomew on the Xbox playing Madden football, and Philip on darts watching ESPN, and Jude and Matthew playing cards with Simon. We looked at the women. Mary said with unease, Boys, we need your attention. Look up, would you please? They didn't listen. They kept right on playing. Finally, Thomas spoke up. Can't you see we are grieving? In case you'd not heard, girls, Jesus is dead, so we're trying to get our minds off it instead. Joanna stepped up, cleared her voice, <clears throat> stomped her foot. Listen, you guys, and listen up here real good. We've been to the tomb, and two men dressed in white appeared out of nowhere, gave us quite a fright. They said, you are looking for someone not here. This Jesus who was dead has left from here. He's risen, he's gone, and he's gone ahead, just like he promised in the way he once said. So we came running to tell you without delay that Jesus is risen. He's, he's risen today. John stopped the foosball. Matthew put down his cards they stopped with the Xbox. Philip put down his darts. They looked at each other. A few seconds passed. Then they let out a snorting, uproarious laugh. Ha! Good one, John said. Oh, you girls are a kick. But I tell you, your sense of humor is just sick. For a second there, I'll say, you almost had us with your crazy old tale of a risen Jesus but now's not the time to crack jokes and make fun. Besides, if you're wanting a good joke, here's one. <clears throat> Where was Solomon's temple located? In Jerusalem? No. In the side of his head. Oh, that's a good joke, James said. Oh, and here's one. Who was the Israelites' best comedian? It's Samson because he once brought the house down. 
They all laughed some more and some fell on the ground. Oh, oh, and here's one more. Uh, You will just love it. How does Moses make coffee? You give up? He brews it. They laughed and they laughed. Apparently you all groaned and you groaned, but um, (laughs) they laughed and they laughed, telling joke after joke as the women stood there at these bumbling blokes. The women weren't laughing. They stood there perplexed. The men were insulting them, and that had them vexed. Finally, Peter stood up and then said to the women, Look, thanks for the laugh, but your words are nonsense. Then Mary looked at him and measured her words. Peter, my friend, you know what is absurd? It's not being believed when we tell you the truth, when we tell you our stories, when you're being uncouth. We tell you the truth, and you think we're pretenders. You don't believe us because of our gender. If you think I'm alone in saying that to you, each woman took turns saying to them, me too. Peter took a deep breath, bowed his head, And he thought of all of the times that he got it wrong. When he thought he could walk on the water, then sank. When he thought he'd be faithful to Jesus, then tanked. It was time for him now to stop thinking he knew more than these women. Could their words be true? He said to the women, I'm sorry, I am. And then opening the door, He took off and ran. He sped toward the tomb. Like lightning, he flashed. He ran and he ran. In great hurry, he dashed. And then when he got there, he paused, looked inside, and he could not believe what he saw with his eyes. Strips of old grave clothes lying around, but no trace of a body was there to be found. Could it be? Was it true? Were these women correct? that this Jesus, once dead indeed, did resurrect? That is the question that we face today in this jovial time, Holy Humor Sunday. According to Luke, news of resurrection was beyond the disciples' certain comprehension. They thought that the women were crazy old cranks, that they were pulling some foolish old prank, but there was a prank. But it was not from the women. It was God whose last laugh came with resurrection. When Jesus had died, the devil thought he had won, but God had the punchline when God raised his son. And here is the best part, the greatest good news, resurrection still happens for me and for you so that you can have hope in your darkest of hearts so that you can have peace and a bright brand new start so that no matter what has gone wrong in your past no matter the sins that have left you aghast no matter what others might think or might do no matter what they have said about you new life has come to this world so know what All your pain and your suffering, they don't have a shot. It's hard to believe. I know. It doesn't make sense. This Easter good news, 
Seems like utter nonsense. But God loves surprising us with storylines that catch us off guard with some blessed punchlines. Like Mary, an innocent, unwed teen girl who gave birth to hope and brought love to the world. Like Mary Magdalene, who was known for her sin, who found new life in God's grace to begin. Like the Samaritans, the Canaanites, the foreigners, too. Every person who would say, me too. God zags where the world would expect God to zig and surprises us all with a grace that is big, big enough to fix all the lives that are broken, big enough to mend all the jabs that are spoken, big enough to bring new life to death that is choking, big enough to bring joy with some news that ain't joking. Christ is risen today. That's the greatest of news for every broken part of me and you. So go from this place with your drama and tears. Go from this place with your darkness and fears. Go from this place with loneliness and doubt. Go from this place with your life upside down and face your tomorrow. Be joyful and free because God is with you and your tomb is empty. In the name of the God who created the heavens, redeemed us, sustained us, we all say, Amen. Let us pray. God, what amazing good news you have given to us. So amazing that it's hard to believe. We even think it nonsense. But help us to believe in new life and new possibility. And help us to believe others when they speak the truth to us. Help us to go from this place to spread good cheer amid a world that feels so hopeless and dark. Resurrect within us that which is dying and in decay so that we can not only receive new life, we can bear new life for others. In the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray and let all God's people say, Amen.